It's the 29th day of January. Let's read the Bible. Here's where we are. Exodus 22 through 25. We've got four chapters to cover today. This is still the Lord giving instructions, specific laws, and specific areas of life. God, through Moses to the people, this is how you are to live together in community. Let's jump right into it. Exodus 22. When a man steals an ox or a sheep and butchers it or sells it, he must repay five cattle for the ox or four sheep for the sheep. If a thief is caught in the act of breaking in and he is beaten to death, no one is guilty of bloodshed. But if this happens after sunrise, the householder is guilty of bloodshed. A thief must make full restitution. If he is unable, he is to be sold because of his theft. If what was stolen, whether ox, donkey, or sheep, is actually found alive in his possession, he must repay double. When a man lets a field or vineyard be grazed in and then allows his animals to go and graze in someone else's field, he must repay with the best of his own field or vineyard. When a fire gets out of control, spreads to thorn bushes, and consumes stacks of cut grain, standing grain, or a field, the one who started the fire must make full restitution for what was burned. When a man gives his neighbor valuables or goods to keep, but they are stolen from that person's house, the thief if caught must repay double. If the thief is not caught, the owner of the house must present himself to the judges to determine whether or not he has taken his neighbor's property. In any case of wrongdoing involving an ox, a donkey, a sheep, a garment, or anything else lost, when someone claims, that's mine, the case between two parties is to come before the judges. The one the judges condemn must repay double to his neighbor. When a man gives his neighbor a donkey, an ox, a sheep, or any other animal to care for, but it dies, is injured, or is stolen, while no one is watching, there must be an oath before the Lord between the two of them to determine whether or not he has taken his neighbor's property. Its owner must accept the oath, and the other man does not have to make restitution. But if, in fact, the animal was stolen from his custody, he must make restitution to its owner. If it was actually torn apart by a wild animal, he is to bring it as evidence. He does not have to make restitution for the torn carcass. When a man borrows an animal from his neighbor and it is injured or died, while its owner is not there with it, the man must make full restitution. If its owner is there with it, the man does not have to make restitution. If it was rented, the loss, the loss is covered by its rental price. If a man seduces a virgin who is not engaged and he sleeps with her, he must certainly pay the bridal price for her to be his wife. If her father absolutely refuses to give her to him, he must pay an amount in silver equal to the bridal price for virgins. Do not allow a sorceress to live. Whoever has sexual intercourse with an animal must be put to death. Whoever sacrifices to any gods except the Lord alone is to be set apart for destruction. You must not exploit a resident alien or oppress him, since you were resident aliens in the land of Egypt. You must not mistreat any widow or fatherless child. If you do mistreat them, they will no doubt, no doubt cry to me, and I will certainly hear their cry. My anger will burn, and I will kill you with the sword. Then your wives will be widows and your children fatherless. If you lend silver to my people, to the poor person among you, you must not be like a creditor to him. You must not charge him interest. 
If you ever take your neighbor's cloak as collateral, return it to him before sunset, for it is his only covering. It is the clothing for his body. What will he sleep in? And if he cries out to me, I will listen because I am gracious. You must not blaspheme God or curse a leader among your people. You must not hold back offerings from your harvest or your vats. Give me the firstborn of your sons. Do the same with your cattle and your flock. Let them stay with their mothers for seven days. But on the eighth day, you are to give them to me. Be my holy people. You must not eat the meat of a mauled animal found in the field. Throw it to the dogs. Exodus 23. You must not spread a false report. Do not join the wicked to be a malicious witness. You must not follow a crowd in wrongdoing. Do not testify in a lawsuit and go along with a crowd to pervert justice. Do not show favoritism to a poor person in his lawsuit. If you come across your enemy's stray ox or donkey, you must return it to him. If you see the donkey of someone who hates you lying helpless under its load and you want to refrain from helping it, you must help with it. You must not deny justice to a poor person among you in his lawsuit. Stay Stay far away from a false accusation. Do not kill the innocent and the just because I will not justify the guilty. You must not take a bribe for a bribe blinds the clear-sighted and corrupts the words of the righteous. You must not oppress a resident alien. You yourselves know how it feels to be a resident alien because you were resident aliens in the land of Egypt. Sow your land for six years and gather its produce. But during the seventh year, You are to let it rest and leave it uncultivated so that the poor among your people may eat from it and the wild animals may consume what they leave. Do the same with your vineyard and your olive grove. Do your work for six days, but rest on the seventh day so that your ox and your donkey may rest and the son of your female slave as well as the resident alien may be refreshed. Pay strict attention to everything I have said to you. You must not invoke the names of other gods. They must not be heard on your lips. Celebrate a festival in my honor three times a year. Observe the festival of unleavened bread. As I commanded you, you were to eat unleavened bread for seven days at the appointed time in the month of Abib, because you came out of Egypt in that month. No one is to appear before me empty-handed. Also, observe the festival of harvest with the first fruits of your produce from what you sow in the field, and observe the festival of ingathering at the end of the year, when you gather your produce from the field, three times a year, all your males are to appear are to appear before the Lord God. You must not offer the blood of my sacrifices with anything leavened. The fat of my festival offering must not remain until morning. Bring the best of the first fruits of your land to the house of the Lord your God. You must not boil a young goat in its mother's milk. I am going to send an angel before you to protect you on the way and bring you to the place I have prepared. Be attentive to him and listen to him. Do not defy him because he will not forgive your acts of rebellion for my name is in him. But if you will carefully obey him and do everything I say, then I will be an enemy to your enemies and a foe to your foes. For my angel will go before you and bring you to the land of the Amorites, Hethites, Perizzites, Canaanites, Hivites, and Jebusites. And I will wipe them out. Do not bow and worship to their gods. Do not serve them. Do not imitate their practices. Instead, demolish them and smash their sacred 
pillars to pieces. Serve the Lord your God, and he will bless your bread and your water. I will remove illnesses from you. No woman will miscarry or be childless in your land. I will give you the full number of your days. I will cause the people ahead of you to feel terror and will throw into confusion all the nations you come to. I will make all your enemies turn their backs to you and retreat. I will send hornets in front of you and they will drive the Hittites, or the Hivites, Canaanites, and Hethites away from you. I will not drive them out ahead of you in a single year. Otherwise, the land would become desolate and wild animals would multiply against you. I will drive them out little by little ahead of you until you've become numerous and take possession of the land. I will set your borders from the Red Sea to the Mediterranean Sea and from the wilderness to the Euphrates River. For I will place the inhabitants of the land under your control and you will drive them out ahead of you. You must not make a covenant with them or their gods. They must not remain in your land or else They will make you sin against me. If you serve their gods, it will be a snare to you. Exodus 24. Changes now. We've gotten these laws and we've gotten both the promises and the warnings there. That's going to be repeated again later in more detail. But now Exodus 24. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go up to the Lord, you and Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, and seventy of Israel's elders, and bow and worship at a distance. Moses alone is to approach the Lord, but the others are not to approach, and the people are not to go up with him. Moses came and told the people all the commands of the Lord and all the ordinances. Then all the people responded with a single voice, We will do everything that the Lord has commanded. And Moses wrote down all the words of the Lord. He rose early the next morning and set up an altar and 12 pillars for the 12 tribes of Israel at the base of the mountain. Then he sent out young Israelite men. and They offered burnt offerings and sacrificed bulls as fellowship offerings to the Lord. Moses took half the blood and set it in basins. The other half of the blood he splattered on the altar. He then took the covenant scroll and read it aloud to the people. They responded, we will do and obey all that the Lord has commanded. Moses took the blood, splattered it on the people and said, this is the blood of the covenant that the Lord has made with you concerning all these words. Then Moses went up with Aaron, Nadab and Abihu and 70 of Israel's elders. And they saw the God of Israel beneath his feet was something like a pavement made of lapis lazuli as clear as the sky itself. God did not harm the Israelite nobles. They saw him and they ate and drank. The Lord said to Moses, come up to me on the mountain and stay there so that I may give you the stone tablets with the law and commandments I have written for their instruction. So Moses arose with his assistant Joshua and went up the mountain of God. He told the elders, wait here for us until we return to you. Aaron and her are here with you. Whoever has a dispute should go to them. When Moses went up the mountain, the cloud covered it. The glory of the Lord settled on Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it for six days. On the seventh day, he called to Moses from the cloud. The appearance of the Lord's glory to the Israelites was like a consuming fire on the mountaintop. Moses entered the cloud as he went up the mountain, and he remained on the mountain 40 days 
and 40 nights. Exodus 25. New section here. The Lord spoke to Moses. Tell the Israelites to take an offering from me. You are to take my offering from everyone who is willing to give. This is the offering you are to receive from them. Gold, silver, and bronze, blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, fine linen and goat hair, ram skins, dyed red and fine leather, acacia wood, oil for the light, spices for the anointing oil, and for the fragrant incense, and onyx along with other gemstones for mounting on the ephod and breastpiece. They are to make a sanctuary for me so that I may dwell among them. You must make it according to all that I show you, the pattern of the tabernacle, as well as the pattern for all its furnishing. They are to make an ark of acacia wood, 45 inches long, 27 inches wide, and 27 inches high. Overlay it with pure gold. Overlay it both inside and out. Also, make a gold molding all around it. Cast four gold rings for it and place them on its four feet. Two rings on one side and two rings on the other side. Make poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold. Insert the poles into the rings on the side of the ark in order to carry the ark with them. The poles are to remain in the rings of the ark. They must not be removed from it. Put the tablets of the testimony that I will give you into the ark. Make a mercy seat of pure gold, 45 inches long and 27 inches wide. Make two cherubim of gold. Make them of hammered work at the two ends of the mercy seat. Make one cherub at one end and one cherub at the other. At its two ends, make the cherubim of one piece with the mercy seat. The cherubim are to have wings spread out above, covering the mercy seat with their wings and are to face one another. The faces of the cherubim should be toward the mercy seat. Set the mercy seat on top of the ark and put the tablets of the testimony that I will give you into the ark. I will meet with you there above the mercy seat between the two cherubim that are over the ark of the testimony. I will speak with you from there about all that I command you regarding the Israelites. You were to construct a table of acacia wood, 36 inches long, 18 inches wide, and 27 inches high. Overlay it with pure gold. Make a gold molding all around it. Make a three-inch frame all around it. Make a gold molding for it all around its frame. Make four gold rings for it and attach the rings to the four corners at its four legs. The rings should be next to the frame as holders for the poles to carry the table. Make the poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold and the table can be carried by them. You are also to make its plates and cups as well as its pitchers and bowls for pouring drink offerings. Make them out of pure gold. Put the bread of the presence on the table before me at all times. You are to make a lampstand out of pure hammered gold. It is to be made of one piece, its base and shaft, its ornamental cups, and its buds and petals. Six branches are to extend from its side. Three branches of the lampstand from one side and three, branch stand, three branches of the lampstand from the other side. There are to be three cups shaped like almond blossoms, each with a bud and petals on one branch, and three cups shaped like almond blossoms, each with a bud and petals on the next branch. It is to be this way for the six branches that extend from the lampstand. There are to be four cups shaped like almond blossoms on the lampstand shaft, along with its buds and petals. For the six branches 
that extend from the lampstand. A bud must be under the first pair of branches from it, a bud under the second pair of branches from it, and a bud under the third pair of branches from it. Their buds and branches are to be of one piece. All of it is to be a single hammered piece of pure gold. Make its seven lamps and set them up so that they illuminate the area in front of it. Its snuffers and fire pans must be of pure gold. The lampstand with all these utensils is to be made from 75 pounds of pure gold. Be careful to make them according to the pattern you have been shown on the mountain. So we have now the beginning of the detailed instructions for the tabernacle, the uh, mercy seat, the Ark of the Covenant, and uh, the table and the lampstand, all to be done out of the out of the finest, out of the finest materials. The emphasis there on gold, pure gold, showing how God is to be worshipped, how He deserves the best that we have. Well, there's much more to come. Much more detail to come in the chapters ahead of us here in the book of Exodus. Come back tomorrow. We're going to talk about this again. Remember our prayer. Oh, Lord, through every part, through every chapter, you are revealing to us your goodness, your character, your justice, your kindness, and you are showing us your glory. So give us eyes to see. Give us renewed love and appreciation for you. That's our prayer today and every day. Folks, go out and have a great day. Come back tomorrow. See you right back here. God bless.